I don't know. Does this give anybody pause? Just hear me out on this. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Kevin Durant, Aaron Rodgers. We have been on this incredible run of collecting aging superstars in this city. And one by one by one by one, they fail. One by one, they fail. Mm-hmm. So history shouldn't matter. And I've always said I've learned nothing from my past mistakes. But is there a part of you that says, nah. <laughs> Can we get another aging superstar? Mercenary piece of crap. Can we do that? Mm, you, you'd be hard-pressed to call him that. <laughs> call him what? Steph, a mercenary piece of crap. First of all, that is an old clip of me. <laughs> I did not call him that. I know. I'm just saying, <laughs> if he did come, because kind of that's what he would be. He's a mercenary, but it's hard to call Steph a piece of crap. Just remember this about mercenaries. The other four guys, by the way, don't have four rings. That is true. Uh, no, you're right about that. Uh, oh, I yeah. got to add up their rings. Hold on a second. Katie's Kevin Durant's got, got, got two. He's got two. Max Scherzer's got one. Now mm-hmm. he's got two. That's three. Justin Verlander had one, two. two. So yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, I just and, proved and, you're wrong. And Kyrie had one. Rogers, <laughs> Rogers had one. And Rogers had one. What are you talking about? I said he's the only one with four. I think all of them had rings with the exception of James Harden. Yep. All the superstars we've collected, they all had rings. But he had an MVP. He did have an MVP, which got him a lot of good. <laughs> By the way, one of the interesting things that's occurring behind the scenes with Tommy DeVito, and I noticed this from Darren Waller, and I'll play you the clip, and you tell me if you noticed the same mm-hmm. thing. Players are in love with him. Mm-hmm. Players love Tommy DeVito. So here's Darren Waller, who has not played in how many weeks now? Four. This is this is his week, fifth. It was week eight. It was Halloween weekend. Yeah. So it's been a while, man. Right. So because he went on IR and right. short term IR is four weeks. And by the way, only played a series in a game. That was the Jet game. So we have barely seen Darren Waller. We've almost forgot he existed. <laughs> And Darren Waller met the media because up and by the way he has been placed on that practice window where now the Giants have 21 days to activate him. Mm-hmm. But at the time of this Darren Waller had not been activated yet. And Darren Waller was openly saying, "Hey, I'm ready. I don't know what they're waiting for." Which <laughs> sounded as if I got to get back. Yes. I need my piece of Tommy DeVito. That's oh, yeah. exactly what it sounds like. That's exactly what it sounded like. And then when he was talking about Tommy DeVito, you can hear the love in his voice. Here's Darren Waller talking about the emergence of Tommy DeVito. I think he's doing a great job. I think he's, you know, it just starts with a calm demeanor and confidence in yourself and that exudes out and uh, guys in the huddle are going to feed off of that. And uh, they're following your lead and uh, <laughs> they, uh, nah, he, he, he's very conscious of that and uh, uh, plays freely, man. Like he plays, like it's like, like he said, this is, this is football. I've been doing this my whole life, and he's got an opportunity to be able to slow things down a little bit. And uh, you keep doing that as long as you get reps. And uh, once the game slows down in here, it's easy to just let your body take over. And he said here, talking about his head, the game slowed down in his head. So it's interesting. The one thing that he said that I think is the most important thing that he said, because it's infectious, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it, it goes through everybody, is that he plays free, right? He's not thinking. And, and it, I remember it took me a long time to get to that point where you just, I'm not like, all right, what am I doing? All right, if this guy does this, right, you know, the whole baseball thing, yeah. the ball comes to me, where am I going with it, right? It, when you can stop consciously thinking about that, you can play free. And I remember when it happened to me where I was just kind of like, I knew exactly what to do in every moment. And I feel like Tommy DeVito is that. Like, he knows what he wants to do with the football. And as soon as, I don't know, trouble occurs, it's not like he's, all right, maybe I can stay in this pocket and avoid this sack and then still look downfield. He just tucks it and, and goes and runs. He's an athlete, right? And so, like, his instincts let him play f- play free, yeah. and therefore everybody else can play free because he's the leader. When it's you're infectious. The quarterback, it's infectious. Did you hear something else from that audio clip that jumped out at me? Yeah, he was laughing. He was giddy. Why'd he laugh? Because he's giddy. Because he's in love. Because he, <laughs> he wants to come back and play. Yes, yes. He wants to eat, too. I'm he wants na- to be a part Bro, of it. Bro, this reminded me of when my parents asked me about my now wife. I had just gone out with her a few times. Like, oh, you seen anybody? I was like, yeah, let me tell you about her. And as I was describing her, I started giggling. You want to know why? Because I was in love. No, I'm being honest. I was in love. And my parents could tell. Darren Waller's in love. I mean, he is in full-blown love with Tommy DeVito. Yeah, he doesn't even want to wait the 20 days or whatever it is. No, he wants to play play this Sunday. He wants to practice now. See, I, I, I was on the other side of this a few years ago. Do you remember when the Jet players had Mike White t-shirts? 
Yes. And it has almost been accepted mm-hmm. that Robert Sala screwed that up. Right. That the Jets needed to nip that one in the butt. And here I am a year later telling you I disagree with that. I actually disagree with the criticisms that Coach Sala faced on that. I think that the players naturally, for whatever reason, had a connection to Mike White, Mm -hmm. and they were celebrating it. I don't think it was a bad thing. Well, I think the difference is that at the time, it was at the exception of Zach Wilson. I never looked at it that way. But this is not at the exception of anyone. Well, but hold on a second. Before we get to that. I never thought it was the exception of Zach. I thought it was we really connect with him. We like him. Just because I like him doesn't mean I don't yeah, like but, him. But you know what Evan, I mean? But Evan, I love Lugie. It doesn't okay. mean I dislike my okay. former so producer. It's like fu- it's not so one or the like, other. Let's say that that happens with the wide receiver. It's fine. Oh, I love I love Garrett Wilson. That doesn't necessarily mean that Alan Lazard is 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 undercut. Because it's there's multiple positions, there's multiple opportunities for them both to be on the field. But when you do it with a quarterback, there's one quarterback, right? It's, they don't rotate quarterbacks. I guess like, you. yeah, you go in here, yeah, you go in on third downs. Hey, you know, we're going to use you on first and long, right? It, it, it's when you do it with the quarterback, meaning fall in love like that, and you just wax poetic like Darren Waller is. Whoever the other quarterback is, if there is a battle, and it felt like there was one, and with the Jets a year ago becomes excluded. I, I and, that, and that's why Robert okay. Sala faced criticism. Dable is not going to fa- face criticism here because there's there's not anybody being minimized. Well, well, two things. First of all, respectfully with all of you out there, because I'm in the minority on this, I disagree. And I'm the first to rip Robert Sala. Mm. I disagree that Sala did anything wrong in handling that last no, year. No, he didn't do anything wrong. But the criticism happened because it, it, it became so public and Robert Sala... I mean, not that he could have done anything. Like, what was he going to do? Don't cut it out, I guess is what he could have done. Don't do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, but good. I didn't think it was demeaning of Zach. But the guys had oh, a connection to Mike White. Oh, I, I don't see it that way. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. He, I didn't see it that way Zach, a year ago. I don't see it that Zach, way now. Zach Wilson is your starting quarterback a year ago. Yeah. And Mike White plays, and everybody's excited about it. Not, had, not because Zach is hurt or unavailable. But because Zach sucked at that at that point, what's the it's difference? A, it's a big difference. Mike White was the quarterback, and they felt a connection to him. That yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And by the way, I disagree with you on this too. I don't think there's a big difference between that and this because here's the thing about Daniel Jones. I know he certainly can't play. Yeah, Joe Shane said he's our starting quarterback. So they know he's returning next year. Yeah, he's under a long-term deal. They know he's the guy, and yet they're yeah, all open just, and honest different. about their love affair for Tommy DeVito, it's and I different. have no problem with this either. I'm just telling you I'm seeing the connection that's growing between this roster and this room right. and their quarterback. They're, I think it's a beautiful thing. They're not different levels of or different kinds of fruit. So this is an actual apple and orange thing, but it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's not the same because last year Zach was available. And the players, it felt like they didn't want him. They wanted Mike White instead. Why do you have to look at it that way as opposed to they wanted Mike White, not that they didn't want Zach Wilson? And it's the same thing here. They don't dislike Daniel Jones. They love Tommy DeVito. Daniel Jones is not available. He can't play. He will be next year. I know, but right now he's not in the conversation. Right? He's not... You're, there's not an option for Daniel Tiki, Jones. if Daniel Jones was healthy, do you think Darren Waller would have been giggling all over himself today to come back off IR? It doesn't matter. No, I'm asking you. What do you think? I, I don't know. I think the answer is no. Have, uh, if the no team way. was 5-8, and eight, he might be. If they had won a couple games, he's going to come back. But it doesn't even matter if he was or not. But be, I think the idea here is that Mike White was exclusionary to Zach Wilson, whereas Tommy DeVito is just Tommy DeVito. There's no, There's no... There's, there's nobody excluded here. Yeah, but Tiki, that's today because you have the convenient excuse of he's... No, but next year, if there's a competition, and I described this to you yesterday, there is going to be a major, not only right. home field but advantage I, amongst fans, but, I don't but what think, do you think that room's going to I don't think? think that manifests until a game is played. And I'm not even, like, I'm not even talking about the preseason. I'm talking about regular season games are played. That's when it will matter. Because in the preseason, who cares? Right, it, everybody competes in the preseason. Right, but it's building now. He is developing a chemistry okay, and pr- a connection with that he, room. What can he prove in the preseason? Well, I'm talking about right now, though. I know, but what can he prove when it ma- right now doesn't matter? Have all the love for Tommy DeVito that you want, because mm-hmm. there's it, nobody is being offended by it. Nobody is feeling threatened. By it. That's now, the best word. Daniel Jones should feel threatened he's by not, it. He's not, because he's not playing. He's I know, not but, available. but next year he's coming back. And, and as far as he knows, he's the starting quarterback. So he's not. Uh, okay, but 
and again, we'll find out in training camp. I can't even I can't even speculate that far ahead. I'm talking about right now. Tommy DeVito is the the golden child. Everybody wants to a piece of Tommy. They want to touch him and 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 feed off his his energy. But it's not at the exclusion of anybody else. Last year with Mike White, it was at the ex- explicit almost exclusion of Zach Wilson. Right? They didn't even want to talk about Zach. All they wanted to talk about was Mike White, Mike White, because Mike White. Because they All liked you guys wanted to talk him. about was Mike White, Mike White, Mike White. Just like right now with Tommy DeVito because we I were agree, enamored. It's not, it's not at the exclusion of, 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 of Daniel Jones. But it wasn't about Zach. Just like this isn't about it, Daniel. This is about the individual yes, that's playing yes, well that we have hope could Evan, be the surprise quarterback. Evan, what? Here's, how, here's why you're wrong. Because if Zach was a good player, Mike White's not even in this conversation. Daniel Jones is a good player. When he's healthy, offensive line's playing him. We saw it a year ago. He went to Minnesota, played the best game of his career, and won a playoff game, right? He's a good player. Zach wasn't a good player. And so when there was any alternative, kind of like you were all all this year, anyone but Zach, right? Mm -hmm. When there was any kind of alternative and he was cool and he connected with the players, made them feel good, they just embraced it. To the exclusion of Zach. That's not happening with Tommy DeVito right now. Why couldn't their excitement about Mike White just have been, we just connect with him. We really, really like him. he's not their starting quarterback. Well, he was when he was named the starting quarterback. Yes, at the exclusion of Zach Wilson. They didn't start the t-shirts before he was the quarterback. Like, it's not as if the Jet Locker Room was walking around with Mike White t-shirts before he was ever given that job. Yeah, he was but not given the job, yeah, yeah. and then they time up. Uh, not time up. I'm reading this. It's, sure. it's not about him getting Evan, you have this backwards. It's not Ty about him. Johnson was the one who said he's Mike Bleep and White. We started playing the clip all the time. Zach Wilson is boarding that airplane with them as the players are wearing that, knowing his job yes. had got taken and looking at his teammates going... You never wore T-shirts for me to encourage me. Because not every quarterback elicits that kind of feeling amongst teammates. Again, why can't this be a compliment about him instead of it being all about Zach? Same thing with Tommy. Mm. Like, my... Uh, my compliments of Tommy DeVito over the last few days, my hope of Tommy DeVito, even you, Sean, I think you have followed this. I haven't put Daniel Jones down. No. Of course, because he's not available. He's we'll not in the conversation. Right. We'll, we'll see four he's more weeks. He's not the alternative. We'll see four <laughs> more weeks, and we'll see if there's an alternative come August. Right now in this moment. By the way, I, if I'm Darren Waller, look at his career. Right now, the hotness of Tommy DeVito might be the best quarterback play he will get a chance to play with in his career so far. Well, that's far. true, because what did he get out of Daniel Jones when he was playing with him? No, that's it. He didn't see the best of Daniel Jones last year. He's seen a lot of bad Derek Carr, and he saw a lot of bad Joe Flacco in his career first floor. Right. Darren Waller was giggling all over himself to get back on the field to be a part of Tommy, and I understand it. And I don't think he's alone in that regard. Let's go to Rob in Hopewell Junction. What's up, Rob? Hey, gentlemen, how you doing today? I uh, just wanted to say I love listening to the two of you, and I never thought I would say that an ex-football player would be the intellectual voice of reason here. <laughs> hey, but I went to the University I, I have of Virginia, bro. <laughs> with all due respect, Evan, and I agree with Evan and all of your fandom and the whole thing, but truthfully, the position you are taking about Mike White is absolutely nonsensical. What, which is what? That they because really the liked him? I think he's totally right. Here's the thing. As a, as a leader and a manager, Rob Sala has a responsibility to... This man, who, this young man who is still learning and is present in the room. And as far as this, you can't create a situation where you let these, effectively, these employees that you are trying to get on to be together as a team actively engage in, a, in something that is truly an in-your-face disrespectful and really unthoughtful act well, Rob, towards Rob, him. Here's, still here's, learning. The, here's the thing, Rob. It, it becomes divisive, right? It become, right. It, be, it, become right. it makes a split happen in the locker room. And I've always Correct. said this about quarterback controversies. If they're short in the preseason and it lasts, like, I don't know, three weeks, mm-hmm. it's fine. But if that right. if that QB controversy like persists into week one or two or three and all of a sudden half the room is like, man, oh God, my – Mike White should be starting right now. The other half is like, no, no, Zach's our guy. We got to really, we got to really support him. He's a young kid. He's got some growth to do, but we got to stay behind Zach. And everybody else, other than you know, another third is like, no, but Mike White's better, dude. It's Mike Evan White. Right, he's Mike Evan White. <laughs> right? It's been a long we time. Wanna, since we want to roll that. with this dude. Right. And other guy, like, no, man, we got to stay with Zach. Like when that starts happening, you have zero chance. And that's what's happened. That 
was what happened with the Jets last year. It's I'm not saying it's the reason that they lost seven games in a row down the stretch, but it didn't help. Okay, right? so right and now, so right then, now with Tommy DeVito, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not happening because there's no there's no alternative. There's no. It's everybody is saying Tommy, 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 Tommy. We'll worry about Daniel Jones when Daniel Jones is available. But you don't think he, it's he, building he, towards that? It doesn't the matter. The more they fall in love Evan, with them, the Evan, more they win. It doesn't matter because every season is a different. It's a different story. Right. It's a different. Like I don't know. Yeah, but tiki, tiki. iteration. Of I maybe agree. The that same it, stuff because look, I remember this. Like when we would get to the playoffs and we would lose, mm-hmm. like it would be so dis- like I don't know depressing because you're like. God, like all the things that we went through this last season, we like we're gonna have to go through them again, and they might be worse, they might be better. Who knows? Just to get back to this point, right? So every season is a is a silo. I know sometimes there's carryover, and you hear these dumb cliches. Hey, play well down the stretch, even if you're out of it, because you know it'll carry over. That's nonsense because teams turn over so much. But I like to me, this is great for Tommy. This has zero impact on Daniel Jones until Tommy and Daniel actually start competing. But tiki, tiki. And that conversation is not until August. No, but that conversation is moving because think about it this way. And I agree with you that it, they acquire someone during the offseason and there will be changes. Mm-hmm. Let's say they acquired DeAndre Hopkins. Just giving you a random example. He's not going to come in here with strong beliefs in Daniel Jones versus right. Tommy DeVito. He's right. Who could throw me the ball on the sideline? Basically. <laughs> so I agree with you on that. But let's say next year, coming off of an 8-9 and nine season, because they won a lot of their games down the stretch, you don't think Darren Waller will have an opinion? You don't think Saquon Barkley will have an opinion? You don't think that what's happening right now yes. could lead I'm sure. to this a year from now when they are, quote-unquote, battling in well, camp? I'll tell you what. This is where we'll find out. Because I've said this about Robert Sala as it pertains to keeping a, a divided or potentially divided, divisive issue in their locker room together, which he seemingly has done mm-hmm. with the defense and the offense. It's going to depend on how Dave's manages it, right? It, it really will. Dave's will say something, right? If it gets to the point where, let's say, Daniel Jones is named the starting quarterback after a somewhat, I don't know, passive quarterback competition. Daniel Jones is the starting quarterback, and uh, some people believe in Tommy DeVito still. Dave's will squash it. I promise you that'll happen because you can't let stuff like that linger because it it never it's it just gets bigger and bigger so, and bigger uh, and bigger. I want to make this clear. And you got to get in a hot box, then you got to start talking <laughs> trash about people, and, and then it gets ugly. I just want to know, there, dude. <laughs> I just want to know if Saquon Barkley walks into the locker room with a Tommy Cutlets sweatshirt. Well, Tommy, if that happens, no big deal. I'm just making sure you say right no now, big deal. Right now. Yeah, right now. Right. No big deal. Because Daniel's away. No big deal. So you can cheat on him now. Yes. Because he's a, he's away. Yes. So yes. you could sleep with mm-hmm. her all you want right. because mm-hmm. he's away. Yes. Honey, I got I'm, you. I'm unavailable. Go do whatever you want to do. If your wife's in a coma, <laughs> oh, totally. count. she might not get out of it. Yeah, you're good. You're free. Uh, let's go to James in North Arlington. Hey, James. Hey, this is a great conversation. Thanks for calling on me. Uh, Atiki, I mean, you're definitely the voice of reason, but I'll tell you, your partner, I guess you didn't realize that you were also working with Clint Carton, and you got to give Evan a lot of credit, because I'll tell you, I know Evan, like, over 20 years, we used to sit next to him at the net games in the press box, and Evan's a great guy, but I have to say, I'll tell you something, it's unbelievable how much he learned from what I guess you would consider, like, really one of the great people to be on the fan, and I think... Tiki, I didn't think you realized that you were going to be working almost like you were working. What am I doing that he would do, though? What am I missing? Everything you're saying. You mean him trolling me. How to troll, right? (laughs) I'm not trolling. You are trolling. James, 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 James. What am I I trolling about specifically? I'm just curious. I I appreciate the compliment. That you learned how to keep the audience in touch. Oh, hold on. Hold on. People <laughs> thank you. James, James, thank you for the compliment. I'm now asking a very innocent question. I'm not even mad about it. I'm curious. What am I trolling about? Just out of curiosity. Because Tiki just explained to you that he's an ex-player. Just say he got boomer. It's very lucky that the fan has basically two superstars. Both guys played in Super Bowls. One guy was All right, we get it. They're great. They're kissing their asses. What am I doing that's trolling? When he talks, he talks reality. And reality is every season is upon itself. And right now there is no controversy, but you're trying to make one, which Craig Carter I'm not trying to make a controversy. There is one. I'm not making it. 
confirm what I've been saying really since the beginning of the show today. And I could probably go back a week uh, because the whole Juan Soto, troll Yankees. Uh, you get the Yamamoto, <laughs> troll the Yankees. I'm not trolling. <laughs> You get the Tommy DeVito, yep. troll the Giants. I like Tommy right? DeVito. You, I believe you, you in get, the, the get, underdog, get, and I'm trolling. You get a you get a I don't know clairvoyant, uh, your pre- future prediction on Steph Curry, troll the Knicks. It's not. <laughs> Be careful, Warner Brothers. Evans coming to Disney. He's about to troll uh, yeah, you too. That's right. You know you guys are unbelievable. So I want to get this straight. You're going to be talking about, uh, I don't know, what's the other one down there? It's, it's Universal. Universal. You're going to be talking about Universal. Tiki, Tiki. I you, don't g- have, you know you don't have Harry Potter. <laughs> My kids love Harry Potter. I mean, I, I love this castle and, and, and Mickey and, and Minnie and Goofy and Pluto and all these other things, but you don't have Harry Potter. I want right? to get... Where's, where's Dumbledore? <laughs> right? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> oh, that's Harry Potter. I want to get this straight. So uh, let me, I'm just trying to figure this out. Me being a believer in Tommy DeVito, me loving what I'm seeing from Tommy DeVito, me telling you two weeks ago the Giants are alive, much to the chagrin of, dare I say, Giant fans, that's trolling. Yes, you know Me why? coming on the radio saying, hey, I think Steph's the next big superstar available and the Knicks are going to be first in line, that's trolling? Okay. Uh, that's Sean, not trolling. Sean, you're going to be my cash register, right? Because oh. I'm printing out a, re- a receipt okay. right now. All right. So... Come next September, and let's say Daniel Jones is not healthy enough to start. Yeah. And Tommy DeVito is the starting quarterback for the New York Giants. Yes. And on the other side of of town, of New Jersey, Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. Yeah. I want to hear you give me Tommy DeVito love. I'm going to give Tommy right. DeVito Cha-ching. love. You got it. You got the receipt? I got that. Right. You Cha-ching. got the receipt. Hold on. Hold on. Save it. I can Save do it. two things at once, Tiki. Save it. Save it. I'm keeping that receipt. You know Everything's what? met with a smirk with Evan. You know what? You're not. big game. No, no. I, here's what I don't think you know about me. And you're learning about this. As much as I am a diehard fan of the teams I root for, and I watch every game, and you know how committed I am. Mm-hmm. I am fair and balanced when I talk about the other teams in town. And I give you the real emotions. The real emotions are, I love what I'm seeing out of Tommy DeVito. Mm. No troll. I think Steph Curry is the next star available. No troll. I think the Giants were alive two weeks ago when everyone thought they were dead. No troll. Me and Sean had a fight on the air. You know what we fought about? What was that? Sean said the Giants can't win another game because Tommy DeVito's their quarterback. And I said, you're wrong. They'll accidentally win a few. Was I trolling? You thought I was because I didn't want you to get a top pick. Yes. No. Don't, don't move I the goal told post. you You said because it... of defense. You never mentioned because yeah, of defense. I understand. No, I agree. I didn't say it because of Tommy DeVito, but I said you would win games. And yet, every time I say good things about your teams, I'm trolling. <laughs> when I say bad things about your teams, like, hey, I think you just rented Juan Soto, I'm trolling. No, no, so no. basically, mm-hmm. no matter what I say about your teams, I'm a giant troll yes. with an ulterior motive to just annoy you. Thank you. Very Why can't I just enjoy good things? Your second, you. yeah. Your second book that should come out is the Big Red Gimmick. That's what you are. <laughs> okay? Big Red Gimmick. Your Big Red Scam. I know what you are, Evan. I know what you yeah, are. Yeah, right about everything no, no, about no. the Giants. And no. You're you wrong. You're right. You might believe you like DeVito. You might believe you like the Yankees move for Soto. But in your mind, the moment anything happens good with these other teams in town, that brain of yours starts going right. in motion. That's exactly and you right. start connecting seven things of algebra together to how it affects your teams, and then you smirkily say what you say on the air going, I know what I'm thinking and you mm-hmm. don't know, but well, this first is how of all, I'm going to Tommy DeVito, I'm get you. Yep. Tommy Just DeVito. you think I'm in on it, you're going to get Tommy DeVito becoming the starting quarterback of the New York Giants or the Knicks getting Steph Curry has absolutely nothing to do with the teams I root for. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> can't find a connection. Yeah. What you'll find, and I think Sean more than Tiki will understand this, because I don't think we've had arguments where I've proven you wrong a lot. Mm-hmm. But with that guy, it's like a weekly occurrence. I'm subtly Are you never kidding wrong. me? A I'm weekly s- occurrence. What are you proving I'm me su- wrong once? I'm subtly never wrong. Subtly you're never wrong. Beginning of the <laughs> yeah, season. Except when you pick an NFL game. <laughs> then you're always wrong. Beginning of the season, I think the Giants are a six-win team. Huh? Now, we haven't gotten to that conclusion yet, but it appears like... Right, redhead, wrong, huh. chunky. Just, Let's get to number two. No, 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 hold on. Here's the Giants one. can't win what's another the, game. What's with the name calling? They're a lock to have a top two pick, in which I argue they'll win a couple of games. There's no shot you pick in the top two. Again, redhead right, tubby wrong. <laughs> Again, name calling. Number three, huh. this whole thing. So I don't know what you're talking about. 
I'm just calling it the, like it is. The, the, the non-offensive way to insult uh, Sean is thumb. Yeah, thumb. thumb right. I'm a thumb. By the way, bad Tiki in an hour. We'll see what he comes up with today. I was just going to say, number one, Jets bad O-line. You guys aren't going to win anything. Rodgers might get hurt. Fat guy thumb right. <laughs> Redhead guy wrong. Okay, right off the bat. Do I need to keep going on? No, that's the only thing you've been right about. Uh, Giants, nine-win playoff team, me and Tiki said. On pace for that right now. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah, right. You wrong. I don't think you actually can take credit for that after you said they were going to get the top pick of the draft. <laughs> I think you've proven you're a fraud fan, Uh-oh. but we still love you anyway. Fair and balanced we still, over here. I'm very fair and balanced. Thank you, Brian. Kill Rob's me. got a very interesting <laughs> comparison. Let's hear him. Robin Hawthorne. What's up, Rob? Yes, hi, Ev. Uh, you've been one of my favorites on the fans since you started, and Tiki, you're the man. But Thank Ev, you, dude. Appreciate it. this argument with – no problem. And with you with this T-shirt Mike White argument, Evan, it's like talking to one of my kids. I can't get through to you. But <laughs> let's say you said something really stupid on the air, or you made a couple mistakes on the air, and Spike sat you down for two weeks to get your bearings straight, and Loogie stepped in for you. And then Tiki – and Sean started walking in with, I love Loogie. <laughs> by Lou Goward, you would feel terrible, and you know you would. That's my first point. And then I haven't heard you say this. What, uh, totally unrelated, what would make you say Zach is the man for the Jets? How much more do you have to see moving forward? That's Ten a great games, question. 12 games, one season. Great question. Great question. Let me answer the first part first. If I got suspended, mm-hmm. which is, you never know, it's on the table. I mean, you are going to be out at Disney World. You, have become, you have become a shock jock. I am a shock jock. <laughs> and Spike, I almost got suspended by Sirius years ago, but I'll leave that uh, privately. I, I said something very inappropriate. by dropping an F-bomb. Who did? Oh, that's right. You did, yes. <laughs> if I got suspended, it's the middle of January, and Spike says, all right, you know what? Loogie is going to slide into my chair. The Loogie Hour becomes a Loogie Five Hour. And Tiki Barber shows up with a Loogie Hour t-shirt the next day. Looginator. And Sean shows up with a Loogie t-shirt the next day. I would text my friend Loogie and say, I am so happy for you. You have proven your incredible success and I'm just happy for you. You know what? No, 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 no. It would right. be your second text. Your first, te- first text would be to Craig going, how much longer does Willie Colon have? <laughs> 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 That's funny. That's good. Yeah. It's all fun and games until you're unsuspended and Loogie still is sitting in your chair. Looginator. Well, you know something? I mean, it's on the table. Like, life, you can be Wally pipped. As far as the Zach Wilson thing is concerned, it's a very good question. I believe Zach Wilson still stinks. I don't believe he's any good. What would it take? Because I'm also very open-minded. I will come in here and say hey, I was wrong about that. Yeah, I've done that a lot. Evan, the question was yeah. to be the man. To be the man. I honestly, I don't think there's anything he can do. Mm-hmm. I think there's been enough bad for the first two and a half years he's been here. And this is the most honest I can be about it. It's like sometimes I'll ask the Michael versus LeBron people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll ask a Michael guy. I'll say, hey, what could LeBron do to pass Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, their honest answer is there's nothing he can do. And I would say, wait a second. So he could win seven more NBA championships at the age of 45, and you would still say Michael's better? And they're like, yeah. And I never understood that until this moment. I don't think there's anything Zach could do. Because I think I've seen enough bad. Yeah, you already decided. That I've made my decision. And that's not normally like me, T, because usually, hey, I'm open-minded. Yeah. I can be proven wrong. And I, I'd be the first to come on here and say, hey, I got that one wrong. You got that one right. Trust me, I've done it plenty of times. But I think in the case of Zach Wilson, I, I just I don't think there's anything. Okay, I'll give you some. I, I, I came up with something. They run the table with him playing really well. They miraculously make the playoffs. Mm. And they go on a playoff run. Yeah. And I think if they won playoff games, and I'm sitting here in the AFC championship game with Zach being a big contributor, I, I can't imagine I'd sit yeah. here and say he's still stinks. You can't keep hating him. The problem is... Aaron Rodgers will be back by then. That's a good point. That's why it's impossible. (laughs) That's why as much as I try to give you the right answer on that, I don't think there is a right answer. We are an hour away from Bad Tiki. I'm very excited to hear from Bad Tiki because you know what we have to ask him about. Mm. Tommy DeVito. We got to ask him his thoughts on that. We'll get to more of your calls coming up at 877-337-6666. And the NFL has done something that we should all be mad about. By the way, hello, SNY. We're on SNY right now? Yes, we are. A little earlier than normal. Is there like a Mets hot stove show tonight or something? No, there's not. Is there a UConn basketball game tonight? No, there's not. So why are we on at 3 o'clock? The big uh, SNY Christmas parties tonight, or holiday party. They, uh, I think all the employees want to get there. So they're... <laughs> <laughs> what time do we have to be there? Uh.
Which I respect, by the way. Huh. That's yeah. a good job, by the way. Did we get an invite? I didn't get an invite. Did you get an invite? We got new mic covers. <laughs> no, no, no invite. You know why we didn't get an invite? You want to know why? Why? I have the answer. And it's partially Sean's fault. I'll take the blame, too. Okay. I did it first, but you have definitely joined in. The head of the invite committee at SNY... Andy Martino. Oh. So then the party may not even exist. So we were blocked from going. <laughs> Wait, you guys, he blocked you guys? Yeah, he blocked me years ago. I'm still I'm still. Blocked. I must have said something offensive. I have no idea. The funniest part is in the Mets text chat. They include Andy. Andy's a, is a reporter, and he's, oh, yeah. he's pretty good at times. Of course. So that's a compliment, by the way. Uh, so why we, we always get these text messages, and, and then when and I click, click on it, it <laughs> says you're blocked. <laughs> So they they know better. They send screenshots. And then usually I say something inappropriate but funny about Andy, and they all laugh. Mm. But all good-natured, obviously. I'm sure he's a good guy. And it's it's better for your career. You don't have to report any fake stuff. Jeez, he's just going in. (laughs) Well, no, it's a good job by SNY because that's looking out for their employees, and I do respect that. The Odyssey Christmas party occurred right in the middle of our show. That's right. Yeah. And we were not offered the chance to do the show an hour early. But we were (laughs) invited. And they did have an after party, which Loogie, myself, attended. You guys skipped out on it because you're no fun, but I was there. The party was the after party. And the after party's in the parking lot. Right, and the after party's the one you always want to attend. And the after after party, I think, went right into BT and Sal's show. (laughs) (laughs) More your calls and something the NFL has done that should offend all of us. Evan and Tiki on the fan, less than an hour away from bad Tiki. He joins us every Thursday at 4.30. Real quick, Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming out with season 12 in February. And uh, Larry David announced that's it. It's over. This is going to be the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Did you, uh, are you a Curb guy, Tiki? I've seen it. I've seen certain. The humor is, I don't know. It's, it's not quite my style. It's Seinfeld-esque. Yes. I mean, basically. I like Seinfeld. Created Seinfeld. I like Seinfeld. Yeah. But Seinfeld has... I don't know. I like the characters better on Seinfeld, I think. You don't think Larry's likable? That's what no, you're saying. No, That's okay. He is. It's just, he's right. Tiki's just, right. No, no, I think you are right. I think all the characters on Curb, and I like Curb, your enthusiasm, they're all very unlikable. Yeah. <laughs> I agree yeah. with that. Elaine likable. And that's intentional. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. Just, I, I love the show. I do, and I'm excited. I actually forgot a new season was coming out, <laughs> but I'm excited to see that in February, especially football season's over, here we go, another season of Curb. Mm-hmm. But what I thought about in the last season, and I feel bad saying this, but it's true, is when I was watching the last season, it was still funny, but everybody felt so old. Mm. And I know that's like insulting, but it's honestly how I felt. Like I'm looking at Larry, I'm like, eh, yeah, you old. want you want it to be like it was when it started. Yeah. yeah. It just felt like a bunch of old people. And now that there's <laughs> wrong with old people, it was just it was everybody just felt so old. And because I remember the show from a decade ago, it like it just I don't know, I felt like I lost something because of that. I can see that. I can see that. And I don't mean that as a knock because I still thought it was funny. But, I don't know. So I see this news that it's ending after season 12. That's a hell of a run. Move the Jets on. killed Carl. <laughs> That's one of the best episodes. And they'll remake it in five years anyway. <laughs> they may. The way we are going these days, they may remake everything. Yes, they will. Eventually. Let, let's go to Joel and Poughkeepsie. How are you, Joel? What's going on, guys? How you doing today? Good, man. Good, What's man. up? So... I wanted to just start by saying when you started your Steph Curry point, right, um, you said that it's going to be the biggest story in February. Yes. The biggest story in February, I'm an Oracle also, is going to be Tommy DeVito wins MVP of the Super Bowl, hometown <laughs> hero. That's going to, I think, I personally, I think that's going to be the, the biggest story. So, but the second biggest story, if that happens to be it, um, I say give them whatever they want. We've been waiting for a championship my whole life. I'm uh, 36. And, no, I you know, get you, I, man. I watching, Dude, as a, thir- as a 36-year-old, you're in the heart of what I like to call pain. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is you are probably sick and tired, no offense, of those talking about the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear Sal, and I love Sal, but he's a Nick fan who loves the 90s. Right. He tells that to me all the time. I love the 90s, the 90s, the 90s. You probably hear that and say, I don't want to hear about this anymore. You didn't win a damn thing, and I don't remember. And it was 30 years ago. (laughs) And it was 30 years ago. That's why 36 kind of fits what I'm saying here. Yeah, yeah. Because his Nick viewing has not included that. It's just been a lot of mediocre and bad. And there's nothing that relates from then, 
right? No, that's a different sport, essentially. Exactly. The game is different. You can't pine for it because you're not going to be able to be, I, I don't know, basically charged for assault if they, <laughs> if, they, if, they had, well, if they had those rules. But you know what else it is? And I feel this way about, like, let's say the 86 Mets. I have great respect for the 86 Mets. Don't take what I'm about to say as an insult. And I've read every book about them mm-hmm. and watched all the DVDs about them. Like, I have admiration for the 86 Mets. But I'm sick of hearing about it because I want mine. Yeah, I'm sick of hearing about it. doesn't mean I don't respect it and appreciate it and wish I was around for it. And I think for a 36-year-old Knicks fan like our last caller, they probably feel the same way about the 90s. Stop talking about it. I resent it. I respect Patrick Ewing. I respect John Starks. I've read all the books. Blood in the Garden. It's a great book. But I want mine. And so I get that. I can relate to that. I agree. I agree. I am, I tr- am I trolling, though? Too? No, you're not trolling. Oh, thank you. Okay. just want to make That's sure. That's different. <laughs> That's because it's not current. You're only tro- trolling if it's current. Oh, I'm only trolling when it's current. Yeah, you can't troll, like, back in time. Right, let me ask this guy. This guy's listened to me for many, many years, Kendrick and Suffern. Kendrick knows if I'm trolling or not. Right, Kendrick? Uh-huh. Yes, uh... As before I answer that question, I'm just going to throw a hot take here with what you guys just said about lovable characters. With no disrespect to Kramer and George Costanza, <laughs> I would put uh, Leon from Curb is one of the most lovable characters and greatest characters I agree. Uh, on TV. I think that's the and one he's a, character. And he's a local guy. I agree. Leon is the one ca- And they brought him in season like halfway through the show when he started living with Larry. But I think for the most part... All the other Hollywood types, they feel like out-of-touch people. Does that make sense? I'm with you guys. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I think that also plays up to Leon's character on the show. So uh, coming back to the the other point here, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're trolling here a little bit. And I (laughs) don't know. And and, and Tiki, I got to call you out a little bit, too, because I think you're trolling to (laughs) troll back. What do you mean? (laughs) He's trolling to troll back. I tried to call in yesterday, guys, because I thought yesterday's show was unbelievable. As a you know, as a listener and a fan, you guys were going back at each other, almost trying to like throw counter punches <laughs> just because the other guy was saying what you wanted to say. <laughs> funny. Um, so here's That's what funny. I think. Yeah, I wanted I to say think... that. Shut up, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tommy DeVito, and I'm also 36, so I'm I'm with you with what you guys were just saying about you know suffering fans in New York. I think Tommy DeVito is New York sports Novocaine. He is easing the pain that has been felt for years. That's a great read. And if I and I'm going to be honest, I'm rooting for the kid. And honestly, I think Daniel Jones is rooting for the kid because three weeks ago he was gonna have to compete with Drake May and not Tommy DeVito in a couple of months. <laughs> that's a great and point, so, Bob. That's, that's a good point. That's that's a good point. <laughs> and so here's here's my thing as I called earlier this week and when I gave you the stats without Zach Wilson being 10 and 10, your rebuttal was the defense won a lot of those games. Yeah, not Zach yeah I stand by that. And, okay, well, what did Jabril Tepper say to Saquon Barkley after the Tommy DeVito-led Giants won that game? You're, you're lucky, lucky we're trash. You know yeah, you're and lucky he wasn't we talking stay. about the defense. He was talking about their offense because their defense kept them in the game. Right. I'm not trying to, you know, rain on the kids' parade. I'm so happy for them. I drive from uh, Waldwick every day uh, to Suffern, and I pass Bosco, and I'm happy to see what's happening for the local kid. Yeah. But he's not winning the games for the Giants. The Giants' defense well, but, 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 but Kendrick, 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 here's where I'd push back. Mm-hmm. And it's not to diminish what the Giant defense has done. Because they've been great. They've been great. He got the ball in his hands down with a minute 44 to go and made the plays he needed to to set up a game-winning field goal. That doesn't mean he was Pat Mahomes. It doesn't mean he was Dan Marino and threw for 500 yards. But he won them the game. I watched Tua in the same situation take a bleep all over the field. Yeah, look, it's a team sport, so it obviously has to be, as the new cliche is for for NFL coaches, complimentary. But... When he had to make plays, he made those plays. And he deserves credit for that. Touchdown to Isaiah Hodgins. Unbelievable throw. Unbelievable awareness. Great job by Isaiah as well, staying on the back line, making himself available. But the throw was spectacular. It was high. The DB had no chance uh, to get to it because of where the ball was placed. 
and he was doing it on the run, mm. like full speed run through that ball perfectly. But you're right about the the, the two minute drive to get into the field goal position. Yeah. You, you you couldn't have scripted it any better. I give him credit and for we, that. And we talked about this on Monday or uh, Tuesday. So often in those two minute situations, quarterbacks get desperate. Like they start making dumb throws and and not taking what's given. When you got time and they had enough time, just take what's given. Take what's given. Take what's given. When you get the opportunity, take advantage of it. And that's what he did. Indeed. Yeah, the defense didn't also have to give up a touchdown after the Saquon fumble. It's true. It's not to, like, rain on the defense has played great, but no, they could have stepped up and kept them out of the end zone. They didn't. It, it had to be on Tommy DeVito. It's not as if they won the game 9-3. to three. Yeah. Like, Tommy DeVito had to make a play down the stretch. And, look, I, I'm always honest about this, and maybe this is trolling. I was watching the game like we all were Monday night. I never thought the Giants were going to win. <laughs> never. Every play that went against them, I said to myself, they're done. And that's not trolling. That's This is how I feel watching a game. And, and this is where I'm clearly going to differ from Sean, who fell in love with Tommy DeVito. <laughs> when they got the ball back, down by a point or two, what was it, down by a point? I forget. One, field goal yeah. to win the game, whatever. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. With a minute 22, four, 21. I didn't think he was going to make the plays and mm-hmm. win the game. I'm going to tell you right now. I didn't. I thought he was going to throw an interception. Right. I thought there was going to be a fourth down he doesn't convert. I thought they were going to come up short. Yeah. Take you know, a sack. You know you know, yeah. you know when I did? Like, I, I, I had no idea what was going to happen. I was like, just let me watch this. I knew it was over, or knew that he was going to do it when the first pass he made. The decision was so fast. Mm. It was, I know exactly what I'm doing. This is zone. I'm throwing it to right. whoever it was. I, I get, forget who the, But to get back to Saquon, I think. No, it was Wandell. I think Saquon was on the on second down. He got the first down. I forget who the first I forget the order, but it was Wandell right. and the, Saquon. But, but yes. the first throw, I was like, this kid this kid is not panicking. He he knows exactly what he wants to do, and he did it three and, plays in a row. And the next thing you know, they're on the 22-yard line. And, Rick, you, and you were right. What? I was just saying, real quickly, forget that drive for a second, too. I think we're almost like, – we keep talking about the beautiful pass to Hodgins. I think we're also taking for granted the situation. How many times have we watched Giants football on a third and ten inside the red zone, and the team is kicking for three? That wasn't like third and short, and he found Hodgins on the yeah, run. Yeah. That was third and ten, mm. yeah. and he rolled out against pressure. And made that it's not just the throw; it was the situation. Absolutely, he won the game, and yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen. And that's where kind of I turned and said, "Holy crap! Right. You may have something." I'm curious if you know why I'm upset, and we'll get back to your calls. A lot of Tommy DeVito, the Knicks' pursuit of Steph Curry, which will happen soon before you realize it, because the Warriors know they're going to have to <laughs> blow it up. News came out yesterday in the NFL. I want you to guess why I'm annoyed. They announced the future Super Bowl sites. Oh, yes, they did. They announced, obviously, Vegas this year. Right. New Orleans next year. Santa Clara and San Francisco area the year after that, home of the Niners. Mm -hmm. And then Englewood, California, SoFi Stadium, L.A. in 2027. Yep. They were just there. Yeah. That was the M&M Super Bowl. The Ram uh, Bengals. Do you know why that pisses me off? That was great. Why? You want to guess? You want to just tell you? Mm, Just tell me. And I'm curious if you're going to agree with me or not. I can't tell by your eyes. We're being disrespected. New York? We had a Super Bowl, and I thought it went well. Mm. Why have we been blackballed from getting another Super Bowl? Why? We kill the stadium every day, Evan. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, wait, so, wait, hold on. Let me get wait, this straight. You, you, so we you, give Super Bowls out based on if the stadium's nice or if the city is the right city. No, Since no. when did the Louisiana Caesars the way, Superdome I become pretty? I don't think it's about the city. What's it about? I think it's about the, uh, the logistics, which were... Excuse I mean, me, what I was wrong with our city? I didn't take the train. Okay. Yeah. But the logistics of the Super Bowl, I heard, were bad. Well, yeah. well, 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 hold on. Let's get this straight. The game is an afterthought. Okay? It's all about the parties yeah. and the events. But the weather, and, the weather was, I mean, we got lucky in that Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, we so got there, a huge snowstorm so the next day. The, so the next and, morning, it uh, snowed. Okay, what's wrong with that? We're not a dome. People couldn't <laughs> get out the next day because oh, well, of the well, one Bruno Mars wouldn't be able to perform. Well, well, right. well, one at a time because you're all going to throw all these stupid things at me, and yeah. I want to swat them away. Okay. So let me just start with the logistics. That's right. horse crap. We are New York City. We can host anything. Okay. We're going to host the, the City, World Cup. Stop the with this logistics stuff. The City stuff. is amazing, but where you – like, they discourage people from driving, mm-hmm. and so they wanted everyone to take the train. The train was a like a mess. Yeah, it wasn't there. People <laughs> stood on a platform for three hours. Are you talking the about the game or the week leading up? I'm talking to about it. the game. Forget the game. The game's an afterthought. But it's the no, week. No, but that matters. If oh, you have geez. everybody who flew in staying in the city, yes, and they are no, near the area, staying in Jersey, right? 
Right? So they take the train there, and to leave the game, Evan, or you had people who got left with a sour taste in their mouth because right. oh, so, it took three hours to board a train to go 10 minutes back well, to the city. Well, first of all, that's easy to fix. We need to run more wow. trains. But you act it's like Santa Clara, California, it's, it's and L.A. is Ev, a great place Ev, to hang it's, out, it's, and it's, it's logistically fine. Sean just said it. It's one It's one track. It's Look, SoFi... It's in the middle of nowhere. I, do I love it? I don't know. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. It's a kind of cool stadium, but it logistically it's easier. That's not the reason why they didn't give, give us a Super Bowl, and you know it. Why is it? You weather? know the reason. Weather? Yeah, because we're all a bunch of wusses, and we're scared of bad weather. <laughs> Lugie hinted on it. That is BS. First of all, why can't we have a bad weather Super Bowl? Let's just start right there. What, what's wrong with that? You can't play golf in February, so mm. all the people covering it won't want to There are happy. Super Bowls in Minnesota. There are Super Bowls in Detroit. And by the way, the weather in New Orleans isn't always great. So stop with that. In San Francisco, Santa Clara, by the way, it's 50, 60 degrees. You can get real cold winds. Yeah. By the way, you're not getting another Super Bowl in Minnesota. They got a Super Bowl in Minnesota. They're done because they built the they built the new stadium, <laughs> right? That's so maybe the Giants will build a new stadium. Well, and they'll get another one. But I don't understand why we can't see. You brought it up again. The dome. Why do we need a dome? Why can't we have another out, outdoor weather Super Bowl? It was a success. It was fine. Dude, because it was 45 degrees. Did you so? just see Randy Bullock and the stupid Packer kicker miss a field goal when the wind gust blown up? Do you remember the game in Buffalo between the Bills and New England? Do you want the Jets oh, to finally God. make a Super Bowl and oh, the game is completely God. affected by 40-mile-an-hour winds? You, know you and Joe would be the first ones <laughs> bitching and moaning <laughs> on the radio the next day. We got this thing in New York. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> we couldn't play this game in a dome? Are you kidding me? You know what Sid Luckman would think about you right now? You know what Sammy Bowe would Luckman. think about you right now? Right now, you know what Fran Tarkenton would think about you right now? I mean, when did we become so soft? We're so Even New Yorkers, like, I, ooh, the weather may be bad, but we have the NFC potential championship game in bad weather. We have the AFC championship game in bad weather. Football, Tiki Barber, you should know this, is meant to be played in the conditions. I'm thinking about the fans, though. Of course. We're used to it. And by the way, we couldn't even clear out the stinking Javits Center to have a fan fest that week. The boat show was there. We couldn't move them out. All that stuff is easy to clean up, and that's not the reason we didn't get it. We didn't get it is because we've all accepted the softness of not having a cold-weather Super Bowl. When they brought the Super Bowl here, I thought it was awesome. Not only for our city, but I thought it was awesome because we should have cold-weather Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Heck, I'd put one at Gillette. I'd put one at Lambeau. I'd put one in Soldier Field. This is I'd put one in Philly. Well, maybe not Philly. Mm. I'd put one in Baltimore. Dude, this Why is such, not? This is such a Cheeks argument. And Why? forget the weather above anything else. Even, Why? Even if you want to make a case that you want a cold-weather Super Bowl, if that's really how you're presenting it. We are on WFAN every day. We are the uh, the voice of the fans in this area. Above anything else, what is the one thing that seems to bring unity to the fans in this town that we all root for different teams? We think our football stadium sucks. <laughs> How is that selling to the league? It's not about... What, is but, the, but that's a part of it. No, no, hold on. Is this voted as the worst stadium right? is this, in the NFL? Is the Caesars Superdome a great stadium? I mean, I guess not. I, 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 no, it's not. It's a dump. It's a dump. It's not about the stadium. Is it nicer at MetLife? It might be. I, I honestly, I think those are no. probably two of the worst. <laughs> she said, "No." Is the Caesar Superdome a nice no. stadium, Tiki? No. So my point has been proven correctly That's, against uh, this argument of, "Well, MetLife's a dump." Yeah, it is. Caesar's no, but dump. the point is, even if it's it about Mercedes Benz, even if it's about the weather. Mm-hmm. We don't do a good job of acting like we like our place. So if anybody came a knocking, does New York? Well, everybody there hates their stadium. Like mm-hmm. it ends right there. It's we don't even get to the weather debate. The stadium, obviously, I hate it too. It's about. I liked when we hosted it, and I don't think a cold why, weather so Super Bowl so, is a bad right, idea. So why did you like when we hosted it? What, thought, what it was cool. It, what made it cool? It was cool. You got to leave the office to go to the M and M. Yeah, store I was going to say eight M and M's for a week. <laughs> no, I just thought it was cool to have a big event in our own <laughs> building. Like and it's awesome, especially since God knows we don't host championship games. So I just thought it was cool. And what I really liked, and this is why I mentioned those other cities, is I like a cold weather Super Bowl. I am not. Afraid of the weather, nor should we be when we have championship games in the conditions. And for those that say it's unfair, well, is it really unfair to the cold weather team that has to play in the Caesar Superdome no. against maybe a team that plays in a dome? How is that fair? No, it's not about, I don't think it's about fairness. I don't even think they're thinking about what that. What do you think it's about, T? I think it's about the economic impact on the city. It's about the reward, getting rewarded for what your team or your organization does for the league, including building stadium, new stadiums, which bring increased revenue. The Superdome is old, and L.A. just got their second Super Bowl in like eight years. Uh, Come on. Uh, yeah, well, we know why. Why? Because there's two teams out there. 
and one just had the Super Bowl. Now the other team is. Excuse me, we have two teams in MetLife Stadium. We got one Super Bowl. Where's our second? Okay, we haven't built the new stadium. Although the league's network headquarters are also sitting at at that stadium too, which helps. Plus, this is a chance for the Jets to actually get to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now, I am pitting holes in all of your arguments. But what I'm surprised about, even though you think I'm a troll, is that am I really alone on this? Yeah. Like I thought you would. Really? We don't enough enough. Were you in the city? Were you in the city at all during during that Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, and. It was busy. It's busy during New Year's. Yeah, bubblegum shrimp was like a three-hour wait to get in. I'm good. <laughs> well, first of all, you're a real tourist if you're going to bubblegum shrimp. Oh, How about the small packed. businesses here in New York City? The great small restaurants all over the place. Yeah. So let the schmoes go to bubblegum shrimp. Go to oh, the yeah. little that mama five and papa restaurant. five-hour wait? Stop it. By the way, that's a franchisee who's probably not... <laughs> Exactly. He's just the same small business owner. I mean, oh, is it? Know. Okay, <laughs> fine. I feel bad. Then. But yes, I was in New York City all week. What are you, are you complaining that was busy? Is that is that your argument against me? No, just saying. I was. Uh, yeah, I was here. Yeah. Was here every day. I thought it was awesome. I wanted to go to that Super Bowl. I couldn't get tickets. I asked Uncle Mike, and he said, uh, it's going to cost you like $9,000. I said, all right, you know what? I'm you, out. You do middays. You can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't, by the way. I thought it was cool. All right. Everybody disagrees. I think they're worried about a blizzard wrecking the game because that's think, a logistical nightmare if there's really bad snow. I don't think it wrecks the game. And I think that's really the difference here. I, I think football which is such a great sport, yeah, is meant fine. to be played in the conditions. And what the league has announced since the New York-New Jersey Super Bowl is we're afraid of it because there hasn't been a Super Bowl in Foxborough or Philadelphia or Baltimore. So they don't want that. I disagree with them. And clearly, based on the people I'm talking to, y'all disagree I, with I don't me. mean it wrecks the actual game. It wrecks everything about it, right? Everything around the Super Bowl, which they care a lot about. It wrecks mm-hmm. the halftime show. It wrecks all the stuff they do, the pop and circumstances. Again, they have the Super Bowls in domes in bad cities. We've seen it before. No, no, no. He's talking about if you have Taylor Swift mm-hmm. performing at a Super Bowl. Yeah, she's got to wear a parka. Well, you know what? Tough it out for 10 minutes. Dude, Taylor Swift's not putting on a poncho. Dude, I'm she's sorry. not singing in the, in the cold frigid air uh, and it's ev- going to ruin her voice. I forget that. Evan is so full of it. If we got the 43-year-old Aaron Rodgers and MetLife had the Super Bowl and it is seven inches of snow on the ground and he's freezing as an old man and can't throw the ball, <laughs> I am telling you, the next day we would do a show, Joe would pop out a four. You and Joe would be complaining like heck that the Jets finally made a Super Bowl and they made the cold weather one. Respectfully, you don't know me. Because okay. maybe maybe you know Joe. <laughs> but you don't know me. Hey, when you're a Dunkin' Rewards member, the weekends come quicker. Because every Wednesday now through December, members get a free donut with drink purchase and passing time eating a delicious jelly, cream, or chocolate-filled treat is the quickest way to make it to the weekend. With Dunkin' Rewards, your Wednesdays just got sweeter. Save time by ordering ahead on the app. If you're not a rewards member, join today. America runs on Dunkin'. Limit one classic donut per member per Wednesday. Terms and exclusions may apply. Participation may vary. The offer ends 12-27-2023. We are... 35 minutes away from the return of Bad Tiki. We'll get back to your phone calls. Plus, is Robert Sala completely clueless on a potential Aaron Rodgers return?